The Rambam tells us, and this is actually from the Mishnah and the Gemara, that Moshe Rabbeinu established for the Yidin that they should read every single Yomtev about the Yomtev. The Rambam goes on to describe and to discuss the Kriya of every single Yomtev. And he says on the last day of Yomtev, of Sukkot, at Shemini Yatzeris, we read Kol HaBachoyr, and the following day we read Vizoyz HaBrocha. Now the reason why we read Vizoyz HaBrocha, or one of the reasons why we read Vizoyz HaBrocha on the last day of Sukkot, the Machzer Vitri tells us that it's in order to bring together the Simcha of the Torah that we are Zoycha to finish, put it together with the Simcha of Yomtev. Because in Shemini Yatzeres, specifically the Torah repeats and tells us how we have to have joy, there needs to be extra joy, and therefore we put the Simcha of Torah together with that. However, from the fact that the Rambam and the Gemara Tell us this halacha, that in Simchas Torah we read V'zois HaBrocha. This is part of the halacha, is that Moshe Rabbeinu established to read every yomtif about the yomtif. This is separate too, when the Rambam describes the Seder of Kriyas HaToyer of all the Shabbosim of the year, where he tells us that we start a Shabbos after Sukkot reading Bereshis, and then the next parasha, or the next week we read Eilat Toldis, etc. That's Eilat Toldis Noyach. And there he just says that we're going to finish the Torah on Sukkot without specifying that we finish Vizoyz HaBrocha on the last day of Yom Tov. And here he is in, in, a, in, in a separate place. He's telling us about the Kriyas of Yom Tov. And he tells us that Vizoyz HaBrocha we connect to the end of Sukkot. So it seems to be telling us and implying that the idea of Vizoyz HaBrocha re- reading it to the end of the last day of Sukkot is not only because we happen to be finishing the Torah now, and we want to put the simcha of finishing the Torah together with the simcha of Shemini Atzeres. But rather, it seems like the Ramam is telling us that there's a special connection between Vizoyz HaBrocha and this Yom Tif. So we need to understand what that is. So the Rebbe says we're going to understand it by first prefacing the question that's brought in Chassidus. Generally, why is it that we celebrate Simcha's Torah together with Shemini Atzeres? Well, we know that Shavuos is the time that the Torah was given. So we should have established the Simcha on the day of Shavuos, the day that the Torah was given. So it's explained in Chassidus that the reason is that the Simcha that we are celebrating on Simcha's Torah is for the second set of Luchas that were given on Yom Kippur. And it's because of these Luchas that we celebrate on Shemini Atzeres, which is like the last day or finishing off the Inyanum of Yom Kippur, going through Sukkot all the way to Shemini Atzeres, as will be explained later. Now it's known that Pnimiyas HaToyrah, which is called the Neshama of the Torah, and Nigla the Torah, which is called the body of the Torah, are not two separate Torahs, Chas V'Sholem, rather they're one complete Torah. These names themselves, Neshama and Guf, indicate and tell us that they are the Neshama, the inner part, and the body, the outer part, the more revealed part of one and the same thing. From this we understand that every single thing that's in Pnimiyas HaToyrah is going to be in accordance with the way it is in Nigla the Torah. So based on this, we need a, a clarification. According to Nigla, there's no question why we are celebrating Simchas Torah and Shemini Yatzeres. It says clearly in Shulchan Aruch the reason, since we are finishing the Torah over here, it is appropriate that we should be celebrating when we're finishing it. So what is the question exactly according to Pnimiyas HaToyrah? What's the issue? Why is there a question? Why are we celebrating on Simchas Torah? Now simply you will answer, that the question in Chassidus is not why we are celebrating on Simchas Torah rather than Shavuos. Why are, we fin- why are we celebrating when we're finishing the Torah? Rather the question is, 
why was it established initially that we should read the Torah in such a way that we're going to start the Shabbos after Sukkot? We're going to finish it on Shemini Yatzeris, and that's when we're going to celebrate. Seemingly, it would have been more fitting and more appropriate to start it and to finish it, and therefore have the Simcha on Shavuos, the time when the Torah was given to the Yidden. And this is what Chassidus is coming to answer, that since Yom Kippur, the last set of Luchas were given. This is the day that's called Beyoim Chasum Nosoi, the day of the marriage, so to speak, between Hashem and the Yidden. This day of Yom Kippur is being referred to as Matan Torah of the second set of Luchas. They are called Kiflayim Utashiyah, an extra double measure of strength compared to the first Luchas. And this is why we celebrate mainly at this time of the year. However, says the Rebbe, although this could be an answer, but the truth of the matter is that we could ask the question in Chassidus, even according to the Takono, that we finish the Torah on Simchas Torah and not Shavuos, Chassidus could still have the question and say, that we should still be celebrating on the time of Shavuos, Man Matan Torah Seyinu, meaning even if we do finish it on Shemini Yatzeres, we should still celebrate on Shavuos. That's what the Simcha should have been for the completion of the Torah. And why is that? Based on what Rashi says, quoting the Rasag, the Azharois of the Rasag, that in the Aseris Hadibrois are included all Tariag mitzvahs. And therefore, already in the time of Matan Torah and Shavuos, when the Aseris Hadibrois are given, we already have the giving of the whole Torah. And seemingly, the completion of Torah as we have it on Shavuos, meaning to say that we're given the whole Torah from the beginning till the end, everything is included in the time when it was given, it seems to me this is a time to be making a very, very big simcha. And in fact, this would be even more similar and closer to that which is where the place where we learn out from where, from where we learn out that we even need to make a simcha when we complete Inyan and Torah. The Medrash tells us, Hashem said to Shloim HaMelech, you wanted wisdom, I swear to you, you will have wisdom. This is what Shloim HaMelech was told in a, in a vision, in his dream. In a, in his dream. Shloim HaMelech wakes up, the Pasuk says, and it's a dream. So the Medrash goes on to say, Rabbi Yitzchak said that this dream actually was fully fulfilled. As Shloima Melech wakes up and he hears a donkey braying, he's able to understand exactly what the donkey is saying. He hears the birds tweeting and chirping and he's able to understand exactly what they're saying. He immediately goes to Yerushalayim, he stands in front of the Oren of Hashem, he brings karbonois, he makes a big feast for all of his servants. Amar Lazar, from here we learn that we make a sa'uda ligmara shal Torah. So in other words, it's from here that we learn the whole concept even to make a siyum. I think what the Rebbe is saying, this is my understanding, is that the Rebbe is saying that when Shloima HaMelech received the knowledge of the talking of the animals and so on and so forth, it's not the pshat that he already had all of the knowledge right at this moment, but he's being given the key to be able to understand everything. So I think this is what the Rebbe is saying. Seemingly on Shavuos, we're already being given the Klolos HaSeres HaDibris, which will include everything, and therefore it would be very fitting and appropriate to make the Siyum and to make the celebration right here. Says the Rebbe further, even though this way, the way the Torah is included in the Aseris Hadibris in the first set of Luchis, it's still in a concealed way, in a revealed way, there's only the Aseris Hadibris. However, within the Aseris Hadibris, it's being given already, even though not in a revealed way, all of Torah and Mitzvahs. And as the Razal say, dig in the Torah, turn over in the Torah, you'll find everything inside of the Torah. 
And this way of the Torah being given on Matan Torah, this should be enough to make a tremendous simcha in a way as if we now have the complete Torah. In fact, we even make a sauda and a simcha when we even finish one mesechta. So surely when we have the Aseris Adibris, which are Klalos Kala Torah, we should have been making a celebration. And since all of the Giluyim and things that are drawn now from above happen every single year on the day that it occurred the first time, so it's understood that every single Shavuot is Man Matan Torah Seder. We once again have this idea of Matan Torah. And in fact, we read on Shavuot the parsha of Matan Torah and Aseris Adibris. So we have given to us the Torah completely. So this is what Chassidus is asking. Why don't we have the Simcha for the completion of Torah immediately on Shavuos? So what's the explanation of the answer? What is Chassidus telling us? The difference between Shavuos and Shemini Atzeres is that the Luchos, that is the Atzeres, Adibros, and everything hinted and included in them. The first set of Luchos were in a way that was given as a gift to the Bnei Yisrael from above. Whereas Shmini Atzeres, when we are completing the Torah, this means that the Yidin learned now the Torah during the whole year, and we completed the whole Torah. In other words, we have the Yids, Avoida, we have his effort, his toil. So now we can understand why we celebrate the Gemara Shal Torah, the completion of Torah, specifically on Shmini Atzeres, and not on Shavuos. And the Rebbe explains, the complete Simcha, when we receive something, it's not going to be in, in, in a complete way because it's called na bread of shame, something that we didn't work for. And therefore, only when we worked for it do we have the complete simcha. So in Shmini Yatzeris, when we finished learning the Torah, that means it was acquired through our toil and effort, then we could have the complete simcha. In fact, even someone that is reading the Torah and doesn't understand the words that he's saying, he also celebrates on Simcha's Torah, because even though he doesn't know what he's saying, but at least he's saying the words. So that's also his avoider. We're on Shavuos, even though, yes, it's true, the whole Torah was given to us, and maybe even in a higher way, because it's the, what, the way the Abishta gives it, completely higher than the way we could achieve. Nevertheless, since it's coming as a gift from above without our toil and effort, the Simcha won't be complete. Similar to what the Gemara says, a person would much rather one kav, one smaller measure of his own, than nine kavim, which is much more, but that somebody else gave him. Furthermore, if it's something that I was not able to get through my avoider, the only way I could reach it is only by give it, getting it as a gift which would be the case by Shloima HaMelech, the learning of the languages of the animals. This has to be given to him as a gift. So then if it's something that I couldn't have worked on myself, so then even receiving it will cause a great simcha. Even though, again, maybe not as complete as if I worked for it. Whereas something that I could work, that I could reach it through Avoidah, and I'm getting it in a way of bread of shame without any effort and work, then the simcha itself will actually be mixed with a certain measure of pain for the fact that I didn't even work for it and, we, and I received it. Especially in this case, that the way the Torah was given on Shavuos was with the intention that we should go ahead and learn it. And this is why we don't celebrate in the same way the simcha on Shavuos for completing the Torah. The Rebbe said, this is something that's obvious and understood to each and every person. Since the simcha of Torah is shaykh to each person, and even women and children participate, so therefore this reason for celebrating specifically now and not on Shavuos has to be something also that even a little child could understand. Says the Rebbe, because even a little child could have this question, why aren't we celebrating on Shavuos? He also knows that this is man matan Torah seinu. So we answer him and we explain to him that that's the very point. That on Shavuos, we are receiving the Torah 
As it says, Torah tzivolanu Moshe Moirasha Kilas Yaakov. It's an inheritance. Yes, it was given to us. And of course, as someone that inherits, of course, the whole Torah is given to him. But even and even a little child inherits, but he's still too small to understand it. We tell him when you're going to grow up, you will be able to understand it. And at the same time, we, 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 he appreciates that when he will have the understanding, that's when he'll really be able to be happy. Right now, he's sad that he doesn't understand it. So in other words, he too understands that at the first instance, when he's getting the Torah, the Simcha is not going to be complete, and he's upset about it. And when he fully gets it and he could learn it, now he's going to be happy. Says the Rebbe, this explanation also fits with that which is explained in the Maimorim of Chassidus, that the reason that we celebrate Simchas Torah and Shemini Yatzeres is because of the second set of Luchas that were given on Yom Kippur, as we said before. And as we said, this is the reason why we're celebrating specifically now, after Yom Kippur and after Sukkot, that is after the person learned, and we said that this is when we, this is why we're having the Simcha now on Shemini Yatzeres. How is this connected with the second set of luchos? The general difference between the luchos rishon is the first set of luchos, and the second set of luchos is first of all in the luchos themselves. That the luchos themselves were made by Hashem and inscribed by Hashem, whereas the second set of luchos were only only inscribed by Hashem, but they were made by Moshe Rabbeinu. This also leads to the difference in the effect that it has on the yidden and on the world. In the first set of luchos, the Razal tell us. If the luchos wouldn't have been broken, then Yidin would never forget Torah. If the first set of luchos wouldn't have been broken, no nation and no language would ever be able to take control over the Yidin. However, with the second set of luchos, there's a whole new concept. Yidin have the Yigiyah, the concept of Yigiyah in Torah, effort in Torah. In other words, from the perspective of the first set of luchos, Yidin are only receiving the Torah the way it's coming from above. Chassidus calls us Oyer Yasha, like a light that's shining in a direct way from above. And yes, as far as, the, as, far as this is concerned, the luchos Rishonis are greater than the second set of luchos. However, by the second set of luchos, we now have the concept of effort and toil in Torah with our own koyach. This is called Oyer Choyzer, like the light that's rebounding or coming from below which this is going to draw down something even greater than that which could come down by itself. And therefore, it's specifically Simcha's Torah when we are finishing the Matan Torah of Yom Kippur. That's the main Simcha for the Torah. Says the Rebbe, in these Maimorim, there's another explanation for why it is that we celebrate Simcha's Torah and Shemini Atzeres in relation to the second set of Luchas. And that is, the first set of Luchas correspond to the Darg of Tzaddikim, because when Yidin got the Luchas, they were on the level of Tzaddikim, as the Pasuk says, by Yichan Shem Yisrael, Yidin were all standing, camping there, like one person. They said, Nasa before Nishma. When they were standing at Arsinai, all of their impurity had left them. They're like brand new people, like Tzaddikim. The second set of Luchas are on the level of Balei Tshuva. When Yidin received these Luchas, they're on the level of Balei Tshuva. And therefore, Chassidus explains, the Simcha was specifically established for when the Torah was given on Yom Kippur, in other words, the level of Bali Tshuva, because the greatest Simcha is specifically from the closeness that happens after a person was far away. Says Rebbe, this fits very well with what we explained before, that the Simcha for Torah we're doing, when we complete Torah in a way, when we worked on it, when it's effort, not as a gift from above, because this too the Rebbe is going to explain is specifically the idea of a Bal Tshuva. But first, the Rebbe is going to explain the difference between a Baal Tshuva and a difference in two points. Number one, in the person's avoid by himself and with himself. And number two, in how he's dealing with the world. 
first of all, in his avoid himself. The avoid of the tzaddik is the way the Abishter made the person from, from the outset. The Pasuk says, Hashem made it a person should go in an upright and a just way. In other words, when he's doing this avoid, he's working based on the way, the natural way, how a yid is supposed to be. A yid by nature cannot be separated from Hashem, and that's what a tzaddik is all about. He doesn't have the concealments of the Yitzhahara. He's serving Hashem with the natural way of how a yid goes. And also he's given the special koiches when he's told to eat tzaddik. He made the oath to be a tzaddik. So this is all going in the straight right path how Hashem planned it from the outset. Where is the Balshuvo that he sinned and he transgressed? He went off the path. So just like there is a change, just tshuva is something that the Balshuvo himself has to achieve. So to his avoidant toyer and mitzvahs is going to be mainly with his own koyach, with his own powerful koyach. And we say it's Bechel Sagi with much, much, much more and greater power and energy. Another point says that I've been the way they affect the world. Just like the tzaddik himself is mainly revealing the koiches that were given to him from above. He's just bringing it out from the potential to the actual. So too in the way he's making the world a place for Hashem. What he's doing is he's refining the mundane things which at least have some sort of connection at least potentially to Kedusha. So in other words, the dira that he is making is not really something very novel. He's just revealing what was there. He's bringing it out from the potential to the actual. So in other words, again, it's not completely against the idea of na We can't say it's completely not bread of shame because the, the basis for what he's doing is still some sort of gift from above. The abilities that he's given from above the Shavuot that it was, he, was made, he was given, and so to him revealing the Dira B'tachtoinim, where is the Baal Shuva, where he is elevating even those transgressions, which were done b'mezid, and they're being transformed to merits. In other words, he is impacting and transforming even things that are completely opposed to Elikos, the Gimel Klippus Atmeus, making them into Kalim Telikos, making them into merits. So this avoid is not a matter of revealing that which wasn't the potential into the actual, but rather it's what we call ischachos, a brand new thing he's achieving. So what follows is that it's specifically the avoid of Baal Tshuva. That you could say about that, that it's definitely not a bread of shame, because both his work within himself, as well as the dira that he's making for Hashem, is with his own koyach and with much greater power, in fact transforming even that which is mamish evil, into good and kedusha. Says the Rebbe, we can now understand that the two explanations we said before about why we celebrate specifically in this time of the year really have one common denominator. That is, we spoke about the idea of the, of the special quality when the person is working with his own effort. And that's why we celebrate specifically now on the end of Sukkot, which is the time of Simchas Torah coming following Yom Kippur because now we actually learned the whole year as opposed to Shavuos when we just got the gift from above. But this is actually the very same point when we discuss the idea of Simchas Torah because of the Lukas HaKaronis that are given to Bali Tshuva, which is again the same idea that it's their own effort that's causing this tremendous avoid. Says the Rebbe now we could connect all of this to why Zois HaBrocha has a special connection to the Yom Tov of Shemini Yatzeris. In the beginning of Parsha's Brocha, the Torah discusses the first set of Luchas. The Pasuk says, Hashem is Sinai Bo, Hashem comes from our Sinai. The Pasuk says, As we said before, this is an inheritance, a gift from above, and given from above, coming automatically, not through our effort. 
But what's the end of a Zoysa Bracha? And as we say, everything follows the ending. The Pasa concludes with the words, the Torah concludes with the words, Le'enei kol Yisroel, which as Rashi explains to us, brought from the Sifri, that this refers to the breaking of the Luchos. That Moshe Rabbeinu went ahead to break the Luchos in front of the eyes of the Yidin, and that Hashem agreed to what Moshe Rabbeinu did. As it says, Asher Shibarta, we can understand that also as Yasher Koychach, the Ebesher is giving him Yasher Koychach for breaking it. This is hinting to the special advantage and quality of the second set of luchos compared to the first set of luchos. And that's why he's telling him, Yasher Koyach for breaking the first luchos, because it's specifically by Moshe Rabbeinu going ahead and breaking the luchos in front of all the Yidden. He brought out in the Yidden, even those that didn't sit, but he brought out in all the Yidden, the avoid of Tshuva, this avoid of working with your own Koyach. And when the Yidden's Tshuva is accepted completely, that's when the Eibishter gives him the second set of luchos, in, with, through which the Eibishter is showing that he accepted their tshuva completely. And with complete simcha and complete heart. And he's giving them the second set of luchos. That means that even within the Torah itself, there should be, Hashem is appreciating and he wants there should be, the avoida and yegiyah, learning the Torah with our own koyach. When we come to Shemini Atzeris after the seven days of Sukkot, so all of the Hamshachis, all the things being drawn down from above, are absorbed in a pnimius. That's what Chassidus explains what Shemini Atzeris is about. And therefore also the Torah that's given in the second set of Luchos is now also coming into our pnimius. Therefore we have the tremendous simcha and the complete simcha when the Yid is learning the Torah with his own koyach. And this is why after we finish the whole Torah, when we say, Yisrael, what do we do? We immediately start again. So the Rebbe explains, through the person doing the avoida by learning Torah with his own koyach. And so too, as we said, is the idea of doing tshuva with his own koyach. And in a complete novel way, this, through this he becomes a partner with Hashem in the creation of the world. He's adding kvayochel to the Abishta's creation. What's the idea of a partnership? A true partnership is when the two partners are equal in every single way. And therefore, the tzaddik that his avoida was only revealing from the potential to the actual, whether it's his own koyachas. Or the dira that he's making in the world. You can't say it's an absolute complete partnership. Because Hashem is the one that created everything from nothing into something. And the, and the tzaddik is only revealing it. But when the Baal Tshuva comes. Or the Yid comes and do, does with his own koyach. So this is called these mamish doing something new in the creation. He's making, taking from something that's completely negative and making it into a positive. He's taking from a world that's not causing Hashem pleasure. Into a world that will cause Hashem pleasure. Through this, he's, so to speak, becoming completely similar to the Creator himself, a full partner to Hashem. He is creating like a new heaven and earth, in which it's felt that Hashem Hashem is the king, and that his kingship extends over everything, and therefore he's a proper partner. So that's the Pshat when we're now reading. Again, Beresh is Bar Elikim. And of course, the Yid is given the assistance to fulfill his shlichus and his avoida in the world.